0: Hello and welcome to episode number 256 of the Armin Show podcast. I intro with the number and the name, always changing up the introduction. Welcome to this episode. On this episode, this is a thing we haven't done in a while, which is called two guests. I've had this on just a couple times, and this is a third or fourth time. But these two guests are part of a duo, a congregation, an ensemble, if you will. They are titled Untitled Social Experiment. Which is not. It's the title was untitled. Welcome to the show, guys.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thanks,
0: eh? I do the smoothest introductions. Nobody else can introduce like myself. Now, <laughs> you guys are a duo, Untitled Social Experiment. Please introduce yourselves to your audience. Names and that is all, unless you have like a favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I'm Crystal. My favorite color is like opal gray. And uh, aside from. Untitled Social Experiment, we're also known as USE, which is the abbreviation.
2: I'm Daniel. Daniel James Smith. I come from England, but I've been in in LA for like six years. And I'm a music producer, songwriter. I love all the colors equally.
0: All of them. Yeah, I love them. (laughs) Touche. This is a cool thing. Now, how did you guys get to becoming a... By the way, I haven't had a band on... I wanted to point out the last band I had on was each of the members of a group that was called Saunders Saloon one by one because they're my friends over different Mm -hmm. episodes. How did you guys become a band? How did you get to know one another? How was this developed?
1: It's really funny. We actually met like five years ago. I was hanging out with his bandmate on Valentine's Day, not romantically. We were just hanging and he's like, let's go to my friend Dan's house. And I was like, all right, I'm down. Uh, Dan had a broken arm. It was like real sad. And had some broken furniture, <laughs> and my friend that I was hanging out with was really stoned, and Dan had a broken arm, and he's like, I have to fix this furniture. I was like, Oh, well, I'll do it. So we took like a trip to Home Depot, and we fixed. I fixed his furniture, and like we don't really remember that day very well.
2: Yeah, it was blurry. I was on lots of painkillers because I <laughs> broke my collarbone, and it was real painful. But Crystal came and saved the day.
1: Yeah, and then like we never saw each other again and like in my mind like I literally never thought about him after that day and I don't think he ever thought about me either
2: yeah no not really you just popped into my head like four years later and I was like what like her name popped into my head and I searched on Instagram and I was like whoa her art is crazy it looks like how my music sounds it's like very similar in tone and so I just sent her a message and I was like yeah let's like work together when I come to LA
1: yeah, he like, uh, air quotes, slid into my DMs, asking if we wanted to work together. <laughs> and like, he was, he legitimately was just like, I want to make art with you. And I was like, oh, uh-huh, of course, sure. Um, <laughs> and he came and I was like gonna blow him off. And then I, luckily I didn't blow him off. I actually had meet out right. with him. And we just got along really well and joking me, uh, I'd never played an instrument really before. And he's like, I'm having a concert and I need to put a band together. And I was like, bass is easy, right? And I ended up just playing the bass in his concert. And then- she I killed know, it. We became like best totally friends over nice. the course of a month and we're making all kinds of like weird stuff together. And then it kind of just snowballed into Untitled Social Experiment. Um, it's sort of like a-
2: It started off as like, just yeah, like an experiment.
1: Yeah, it was kind of like a joke. It was
2: kind of like a punk joke, and we were really inspired by this band called the KLF, oh. and they basically just trolled society. KLF, um, KLF, yeah. They were a UK band. One, the thing they're most famous for is they made a bunch of money from having like number one singles, and then they took a million do- a million pounds, which is what they made, to an island in Scotland, invited all the music journalists. Wait, what island? Uh, I think it was Jura. Okay, and they burnt a million pounds in front of all the music journalists, oh. and then de- and then deleted their entire catalogue of music. <laughs> that is a statement right there.
1: Such a oh. statement. <laughs> but
2: they are famous for doing things like that. They they also played at the it was like the British version of the Grammys.
0: Oh,
2: and you know they're like a dance music band, and they they got asked to play at the Grammys, and they invited um like a thrash metal band to come and cover that song whilst they came out on stage with machine guns and fired blanks into the crowd.
0: <laughs> that's a nice statement too.
2: <laughs> they, they, were raw, yeah, yeah. they were real dude. yeah they are
1: real extreme. so it's kind of like we're, we're joking with that and we're gonna be like super super extreme but we kind of just like started collaborating
3: mm-hmm.
1: and didn't stop and now we're at like 500 or something demos and we just keep making music and we're just like oh, we're just like a making lots of art (laughs) um one thing i noticed
0: not to cut in but i like that comment you made earlier that you could tell this man was about his content because i noticed it i could look i could notice it before you would say something the way you come across is nice and focused it's not like a distracted form i could tell if you're into something you'd be into that thing clearly that's nice yeah yay thanks you too we (laughs) both have that we both have that yeah. yeah that's nice i like when you mentioned scotland the reason i asked the island is i've had a past guest mary she's from scotland so she would know all the islands so it'd be kind of cool for her to she lives, oh, cool. there. She lives in glasgow oh wow cool.
2: cool yeah nice yeah it was just one of those remote islands there's a really cool book about it um by a guy called john higgs i can mm-hmm. highly recommend it's called the band who burned a million dollars i think oh i don't
0: know it's great then <laughs> yeah, one other a- thing sorry go ahead okay. yeah so
1: it's just like it started off as a joke and then it snowballed i create we made like this crazy art that just kept going and it ended up not being a joke we're a little bit more serious yeah and
2: and like now in the last year we've been hired by an artist to produce an album and like we're like we started a record label we've done we've i think we did 22 releases last year yeah and we started in what may yeah so yeah in seven months you had 22 releases it was crazy
1: yeah, now we're like gearing up for an album plus a couple albums on his project hold. There's lots of things going on.
0: We're keeping busy. That's a good thing. It comes to mind two things. One of them, I hope I don't forget the second one, but uh, I like how you mentioned the beginning was kind of blurry. You don't remember exactly what was said the first day you guys met. Those key times in life, they always seem blurry, right? They're the in- instant it's
1: so
3: weird. Yeah, starting uh,
0: moments. The, the only thing I remember is that she was really into
2: Bright Eyes, which is my favorite band oh at the time and like i I hadn't met anybody since i would moved here that was into bright eyes because everyone was too cool
0: i was talking about this a few days ago <laughs> do you think about this concept if someone is into a good chunk of the material you're into how possible is it that you don't get along with them you tell me
1: it's possible it's possible it's still possible yeah
0: okay I was learning about that. Because like, let's say somebody likes science a lot and reads some of the books that I read and I read them, the chance of me not getting along with them is real low. Yeah, the chance
2: is low, I'd say. But there is a chance. Yeah,
1: it's low, but um, I had a very specific experience when me and someone got along. Like, like we thought we were going to get along in some crazy dimension. And then it was just like, we hate each other.
0: Oh, so, so it wasn't that. Yeah. fair. Hmm.
1: Actually, it's happened to me a lot. <laughs> Really? Oh. and i don't i don't hate people very often though like look everybody I, she hates
0: people a lot everybody now no you know. no I, I'm kidding. Have,
1: like, I feel like i'm friends with everybody so like the off chance that i don't get along with someone is very rare mm-hmm. but the few times it's happened like i think i was like very similar to the person like we had a lot in common and then for and like it wasn't even really my end that hated them it was usually them that was i don't know Felt like they're mean to me the last chance the last time specifically it was like that person was just like really mean to me and really condescending so
0: well you're a terrible know. person
1: so i don't know i'm just like i was trying to be nice. mean there <laughs> <laughs>
0: it didn't work <laughs> darn it yeah that's true usually
1: it's definitely possible
0: mm-hmm. there's one end that usually takes more of the brunt of things in a lifetime. yeah
1: i'm definitely a very open-minded person though mm-hmm. like
0: so, well, a few things came to mind, but one of them, uh, do you guys have any specific bands you would want to like play with in public or that you want to emulate other than the one you mentioned earlier that you like?
2: Um, that's a good
0: question. I only have good questions. here. Yeah.
2: That's it. I mean, there's this band like The Voids, um, Julian Casablanca's from The Strokes is a new band. I think they're doing really cool stuff. Um, they're like pushing the envelope, I think. I'd like to play with them. Mm-hmm. There aren't that many bands, like
1: I feel like there's probably like twenty, but like I can't think right now. Yeah, exactly. When you put me on the spot, I told Dan I'm like really bad at being on the spot. Like in four hours we'll get back to you and be like, these people, these people, these people, these <laughs> people. <laughs> but right now I'm like, uh
0: We are pulling four hours from now into the moment. I am pulling it. Time bridging. I um like Romance oh. Legends. Wait.
2: <laughs>
3: they
0: are very well like, known
2: yeah but like 20 what year was the first album
1: 2006 like 2006 my cam
2: yeah then <laughs> yeah, hmm. if so we can pull, if we can play with time here if you're pulling 4 hours in the future mm-hmm. I'm pulling like 14 in the past
0: i like it <laughs> that's pretty cool we're pulling yeah. time what is time yeah. time is slowed down right now speaking of the right now let's include that cuz i am i include yeah. the moments these days we are currently, there is a, a viral sensation and it's not a TikTok star going around the earth. It is coronavirus. And so this is crazy. Uh, it has altered a lot. How much has it altered your mindset? Are you uh, highly affected? Did you panic a lot? Did you not? Are you smooth in the moment?
2: Hmm.
0: I mean, I'm like,
2: I'm, I'm concerned for like older relatives
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and vulnerable people. I'm I'm not concerned about getting it, but I'm concerned about the effects it's going to have on like our infrastructure. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Keep
3: talking.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's just I didn't expect it to get as bad as it's got. The thing I'm actually most worried about is if the like if the American government gets afraid that the economy is going to crash. And they stop the quarantine and then it spreads like wildfire. That's the main concern I have. Right. Um, yeah. but I don't mind the quarantine. I think it's like a nice time to reflect and you know, you're really forced to sit with yourself. I think that's healthy for everybody. It's like an, it's like a forced meditation retreat, if you let it.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> it's weird because like I never panic about anything. Like I'm the most calm person in crazy situations. And I had like one day when I was like, this is weird and it was the day that like it was like last week when it's like we're already so far in it's like I didn't think that the grocery stores would shelves would still be empty like we went and they're just like everything we needed on the list was not there and then I got home and all of a sudden the power was cutting out and like our power was going off for like a half hour at a time for like sequentially it was super weird And like it would flicker on for a second and then it would go off for like a half hour and we're like, what is going on? This is really weird. And we researched and we're like, the power company is like not employing all the same contractors that they normally would. So the upkeep is like not on the level it should be. And my worry is how that applies to like other infrastructure and how that's going to apply to everyone in the long run like what's going to break now that we aren't prepared for it to break that shouldn't break because we don't have the upkeep and like it could be it just like systems like interpersonal systems or it could be like a lot of different things i think we just we're not prepared for that and especially like with everybody out of work i like what's going to happen like i don't know it's just is, it's like such an impossible like giant thing that we're changing with everyone not doing their normal jobs and not going
0: about their daily life
1: that like the upfront like costs we're seeing like directly people are missing their salaries and like people like a lot of stuff's changing, but like, I'm worried about the stuff that we're not seeing.
0: Mm -hmm. I want to follow up on that. I sometimes think about that usually like, for example, sometimes I can feel like something's coming up a month away or two months or five months away. I don't know what it'll be and I can't prepare for it or you're about to go on a trip and you can take all the things you need but actually you didn't know that there was gonna be a train issue or something there's always something out of your hands this one has a yeah. little bit of that for the next like two months from now we have a bigger issue and then we can't respond to it because we pause for like two months maybe something like that
2: it's like a really big dose of uncertainty uh-huh we're like we're like forced to face uncertainty in a huge way hmm
0: and for yeah, some it's... people
1: yeah everyone is so susceptible
2: Mm -hmm.
0: this is true a lot of groups and there's many people responding to it in different ways they're looking at the economic effects or the social effects or this part's closed down so then people go to the parks but then the parks are closed down so then people have to go home and there's a lot of adjustment happening very quickly
2: yeah it's it's weird like we live right on malibu creek state park Mm -hmm. like it's our backyard basically Mm -hmm. you go out you go out the gate and you're there okay so that's where i run right and i've noticed it's got so busy in the last two weeks
0: it's like Mm -hmm dangerously busy sometimes. right
3: mm.
0: yeah it's weird. There's, there's a mountain near me that is usually pretty empty and last last Thursday it was just me for the first time that went all the way and back and there was zero people then two days later when it was the weekend everybody had their suddenly I was surrounded there's like 120 people I was like where where do these people yeah. come from? yeah totally.
1: yeah I saw people were someone that lives in Joshua Tree itself saw was it's like mad because normally like these roads in Joshua Tree are empty and there was like bumper to bumper traffic like everyone was like let's go to the desert Mm -hmm. and she's like we don't even have a hospital like god forbid anything happened to you like our hospital capacity is so low like get out of here right like it's crazy everyone really needs to like take this cautiously and do stay home because where you are like i don't know it's just really important that we know where the population is and that like things stay level because if everybody goes to rural areas because they think oh if i'm in the rural then i'm safe but like they all get airbnbs out in the middle of nowhere then the hospitals that are supposed to service no people are gonna get filled too it's like i don't know i don't know what to say
3: mm-hmm.
1: it's super complicated because also people don't want to just be stuck inside and there's like a lot of psychological issues well,
0: this is true who's Diane?
1: No, it was there's some tobacco. I oh, okay. there's ants on the desk and Dan is um doesn't want to kill any of them because they could have been his mom in a past life.
2: That's so cute.
1: And I scraped but, some tobacco off the desk and Aunt, and Dan freaked out. They look like <laughs> an
2: ant. They're like my little cleaning buddies. Mm-hmm. I, I spend sp- yeah. I spend all night in the studio sometimes and then I come back the next day. And the ants have come and cleaned all of all of my
0: detritus. They are kind of like <laughs> cleaning buddies. Yeah, I have a spider named Johnny in the corner of my room. Johnny, nice. yeah, he exists.
1: A couple of room
0: <laughs> just stays there. That's so cute. Now,
1: you gotta be friendly.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> turning it back around, yeah. uh, what has been like what kind of instrumentation or musical output have you guys done over your years and? Uh, how has that improved? Or how have you practiced on that?
2: Um, I started super young. My mom got me like work experience when I was 14 with a TV composer. Mm-hmm. And he was like, the UK is like one of the biggest TV composers in the UK. And I was just his bitch for a week. <laughs> <laughs> like He just made me make him cups of tea. And I'd sit there and just watch him work. And then he let me sit at one of his old computers and gave me like a, a setup and said like make some stuff for a documentary. I just want atmospheric stuff mm-hmm. and that's how I started and yeah since then I then I started like a punk boy band and got like a fairly big record deal um, with a like with like a major label that lasted five years, the album never came out. Oh, then I moved to LA I to an indie label Um, spent like a while on this record, that's when I met Crystal for the first time
3: Mm -hmm.
2: and that record came out in 2016 and since then I've just been really focused on the craft of producing and mixing and I've always been a guitar player. I started playing when I was like 10 and a singer but I've really gotten into producing in the last 10 years
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and so now yeah I'm just like super into like making beats and mixing.
0: you make beats also?
2: yeah I, love, I like. grew up on hip-hop, so that's like my roots in a way.
0: Do you like Dr. Dre beats, DJ Quick beats, and those used by DMX and or Eminem?
2: I love all those. Yeah. Yeah, great. like Dre was like my original hero.
0: Right.
2: Like the way he mixed, the way he pushes stuff on the low end, and like it's smooth, but like hard. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that was revolutionary. Mm-hmm. I to, yeah, I used to just like wake up and put on Dre really loud and really, really, really make my
0: mom. Worry about me. <laughs> when I was like nine. <laughs> Somewhat similar. Bang yeah. bang has a great beat. Yeah, Get some good beat. Yeah. Crystal, Crystal, your musical background. I saw you singing. By the way, I should bring that back. Context. We were at an art gallery. My friend Crystal was there. She's been on the the podcast before. And then Robbie was there too. And you guys performed. Crystal, you sang. Tell me about your musical and or instrumentational background.
1: So like I kind of got my start in elementary school choir Mm -hmm. and then I was in middle school choir for like a month and I was like this is so boring I hate this because I like hated the music that they made us sing I was like this sucks I want to do my own thing or like I want to do cooler music and it's just always like if we did a pop song it was like you're a shining star or like something or like I don't know just something lame and I was like I gotta get out of here.
0: Let me interject there real quick. Let's say they had put in music that you had thought was cool at the time. How different do you think that would have been for you? Cause I wonder about that sometimes about early. Oh,
1: life. I probably would have stayed, Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, it's probably the best that I got out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I kind of forgot about seeing, and then I, don't know, I got, I just, I was driving around LA a lot and walking around New York a lot because um, I was a model full-time for a couple years and most of my life was just like commuting whether it would be walking or driving mm-hmm. and as I was commuting I always have stuff pop in my head and I'll just sing it to myself and then I got to the point where I started taking voice memos just for fun just because I was like oh this is cool I want to save this mm-hmm. and then like I tried to do a little project with one of my high school friends but like he was kind of bipolar and he like deleted everything that we did this is like about the time that I met Dan was like after that actually I think after I tried to do the high school project I met Dan like a couple months later but like I was totally not singing I was just like meh and then like I kept but I kept doing like voice memos and stuff and kept like writing stuff down but I just like for me it was just like a fun it was kind of like my journal but it was like voice memos and sometimes they would turn into like paintings and stuff and then i when i re-met dan last year i showed him my voice memos and he's like oh shit these are awesome and he started producing them, which i was so grateful for i was like oh my god you think they're good enough that you want to produce them holy shit and then like that's kind of how he started
2: yeah that was like one where she was making these mouth noises it was like Oh, yeah. I was like, "That's the sickest synth I've ever heard." <laughs> I just like used it as a synth.
1: <laughs> it was funny because I tried to get into Max MSP because I wanted to like make stuff where it was like I didn't have to learn how to use an instrument and I could just use Max MSP. But like, uh, the free trial ended, and then I was like, "I can't afford this." Okay, I will give up again. I was like, I kept having these like little starts, and then being like. Oh, this isn't gonna work for me right now. Okay. Come back to it later until the time's right and then
2: the time was right, so I started doing it and yeah, No, it's not cool. you just <laughs> have base skills now. Have you heard of Primus?
0: Primus, I've heard of Primus, yeah.
2: Have you heard Johnny was a wreck was it a bus driver? <laughs> Johnny was a race car driver. Okay,
1: so so Possibly. I basically Primus is notorious for really hard bass and like I did play bass at his concert but I kind of dropped it the whole year and then since we're in quarantine I was like you know what I should take this seriously since I'm stuck home all day you can't go on adventures I can't see any friends I'm just gonna focus and I'm gonna try to learn Primus on the bass and it's Jimmy was a race car driver Dan (laughs) he keeps calling it Johnny was a truck driver (laughs) like you're wrong
2: maybe I should make a song called Johnny was a truck driver
1: but yeah that was the first one i'm trying yeah and she's shredding like, dude. real hard
3: but...
1: shredding. <laughs> i'm like i might as well come out of quarantine actually got a base since i've been putting an awful year because i'm um, pro procrastinator
0: <laughs> oh there's a little there's this repeat right there pro procrastinator yeah,
1: yeah. two like things my number one skill in life
0: procrastinating yeah <laughs> is is that connected more to because usually when that comes up is it more connected to you're not interested in the thing you're putting off or there is um like the energy to start it is the issue for you
1: um i just like I've there's so many things going on and i always get really distracted when i get into something i like really focus and i usually get really good at it really fast Mm -hmm. but my problem is like I start getting good at it and then I see something else and <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go do that before I like reach that beginner before I even like hit the top of the beginner hump. I, right. like, I'm just like, Oh, this is going pretty good. Let's go try something else now. So then it's just like, I feel like I'm buzzing around.
0: You can already see you'd probably do well at that thing. And then by that point you're, you lose as much interest <laughs> yeah, like, as the, the other person needs to actually do it to get that feeling, I guess.
1: Yeah. So but it's, it's like, nice. If I just focus, maybe one day I'll be good at one thing, but right now I'm not. <laughs> Does,
0: here's a question. Does Dan bring a sense of focus toward you? How do you guys, what's a compliment that you guys have toward each other?
1: Definitely. He's been trying to implement schedules and I'm not very good at sticking to them. So.
0: The thing
2: is I'm actually like one of the least like naturally productive people you'll ever meet. But I've learned to turn that into like insane productivity by spending my time doing things I enjoy and seeing as like leisure time. Like when I make a beat, it's like fun.
1: Yeah.
2: And I love like laying in the sunshine and, and reading. I call that studying. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like...
1: I mean, for the record, you're reading really like intense books usually.
2: But it's so fun. Wait. And I get to
0: do... <laughs> books. I have to jump in. Long yes. live books. Tell me... The good news, by the way, when we met... Good insight shared between people, which doesn't always happen. No f- I mean, the average. No, it's great, but I won't even talk about other people. Insight is nice to share. What are some books you have read as of recently and what did you take away from them? Or is one, what is one you're reading right now?
2: Um, number one, one we're reading right now. We're spending an hour a day reading it. Cause it seems like very prescient to our time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's
1: also it, thick it's,
2: and like. It's dense. It's called The Dow of Capital, and it's uh, it's kind of a description of the Austrian investing strategy, mm-hmm. um, which the way I can best describe it is like a long-term view rather than short-term view, not only on the stock market, but seeing the stock market as a natural phenomenon that emits from human behavior. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, the best, the best metaphor I've got from this book so far is if I ask you, it's like a famous psychological experiment. I ask you,
0: is it the marshmallow experiment? Sim- yeah. <laughs> it's similar.
2: It's like extending that a year into the future. So if I ask you if you want one apple today or two apples tomorrow, what's your uh, answer?
0: 520 years from now, I'm going a long way, but go ahead. Uh, two, <laughs> well, two <you're> apples. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's-
2: and, but then you extend that in a year's time. Would you like one apple in one year's time or two apples in one year and one day?
0: Oh, that's terrible. One year and one day versus one year. But still, you know what? Just to, uh, We're going a long time here. We're going to be here yeah. for some years. Yeah, exactly. A good point, though. That one seems yeah. less inviting, though, because it's like a year, a year and a day. Actually, it exactly. seems more inviting, actually, because then you'll, you'll, you'll yeah. have right after.
1: The point of the experiment is that there's like a ratio where, like, the, the longer you go, the more long you're willing to wait. Yeah,
0: right.
2: And, 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 what, like, and what's happening, the reason that, like, stocks might be overvalued right now Is because people are trying to make money in the short term, rather than seeing the reality of it being inflated. Mm -hmm. And the result of that is there's going to be a big crash later. And this guy, actually, I read an article that the guy that wrote this book in 2013 saw a 3,000% return on his investment in the last two weeks. Mm. So and he's been like implementing this strategy since 2013. Right. And and he's outperformed every other. Every other person in the in the finance game, so it's kind of like, wow, that's a wake up call. <laughs> this guy knows what's going on.
1: <laughs> one of the things like this book is it's well, it's one, it's about trees, and two, it's about investing, but the principles really apply to every aspect of life.
2: It's about human psychology essentially, yeah. Yeah. And it's about Taoism, so going with nature and being realistic about what nature is and flowing with it.
1: Yeah, it's about like being realistic.
2: It's a real cool book.
1: <laughs> um,
0: the Tao capital.
1: Yeah. Tao. Tao. D-A-O.
0: Oh, but the D. Oh, I thought it was a yeah. T. It usually okay. is a
2: T, but it's usually pronounced D,
0: but then he just spelled it D.
2: I don't, I don't know. Oh, to each his tough. own, I guess.
0: This long-term view is key. It comes to mind in a lot of different ways. Yeah, like, let's say big investors. One guy, he's a business guy, and he says, if you believe in let's say the country you're in, it's worth investing in the stock market over a long time because it'll go with the country or Mm -hmm. Warren Buffett has just buffered himself. Nice name to fit with that uh, over the years with just baseline items that continued. He's He's done that.
2: He's lived up to his name.
0: Mm -hmm. And also to even more detail, the thing you said earlier, crystal, right? I Mm -hmm. always think of, um, Uh, girls are very analytical of long-term versus short-term view. Let's say Dan, right? Was random other person that didn't actually focus on what he was describing. He would have fell into the category of the people you originally thought from a message like, oh, what is this? But then when it's not that, it's the rare long-term view individual. And that's great. And we all like that. And then uh, a girl might like said individual as such. So It's almost Mm -hmm. like long-term view is supported through evolution in that way.
2: Yeah. Well, it's part of, I think it's part of becoming an adult. and A lot of people don't go through that process. Right. Like I'm still a kid at heart, but (laughs) I think, I don't know. I like, I partied super hard in my early Uh twenties and I got that shit out of my system. And I was like, all right, I want to build like a meaningful life.
0: Let's do this. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. that takes a mindset switch yeah totally i really like long-term thinking now one other element i wanted to include too uh you guys are in los angeles i'm in los angeles you're in a disconnected part of los angeles but how do you like this county in general
2: i fucking love it dude
1: yeah Mm -hmm. we have like everything
2: (laughs) yeah i mean i grew up in england where it's like raining all the time it's gray. there's no color
1: Ken's gotten to the point where if he has to wear a shirt, he's mad. He's like, where's the sunshine? Like, you're from the place where it (laughs) rains every day. Now you're bitching at me that there's no sunshine.
2: (laughs) I just want to wear swim shorts, no shirt, and flip-flops all the time. That's my life ambition. Yeah.
0: It's way more relaxed. Dude, I love it here, man.
2: I love the people. Like, people want to talk to you more than in England. People more open, friendly. I mean, they're slightly less honest, but that's, that's okay. You have to be honest all the time in, with a small talk, especially if you don't know the person. Right. Um, I like going to the store here. It's like a novelty experience.
0: <laughs> right. All
2: the, all the strange breakfast cereals make me really excited.
0: <laughs> they bring life to the party.
2: Yeah. I got really into bagels and... I got really into Hanukkah because
0: there's a lot of Jews
1: around here, and I think that's really cool. Yeah, J- Dan uh, makes we celebrate all of the holidays no matter what religion they are. <laughs>
0: yeah, all the holidays just boom. Yeah. Kwanzaa. Let's Anytime go. he's like, yes. "There's a
1: holiday," he looks up how to celebrate it, and we do all the things.
0: That's pretty cool. That's like including everybody one by one of different.
1: Yeah, it's kind of yeah. fun to like learn about other cultures that way, and like just like it, you get to do the fun stuff, and like some of the holidays are kind of um like
0: intense so you learn a lot. Yeah. Question here for both first crystal. What are three key features you key into in other people when you uh meet them or that you have known? Things that you look at that are like this matters to me.
1: Oh, non-superficial. Oh, okay. Like I, like especially cuz like I was modeling for so long and it's like people just look at you like an object and it's like if anybody sees me that way I can tell immediately and it's like I'm not here for that like if it feels like you just want me around because I am looking a certain way then I'm gonna not hang around peace out everybody out here pretty quick (laughs) it's happened numerous times uh and then like I love when people like want to do creative stuff together like like I've friends that just want to go party. And it's like, oh, that's okay sometimes, but like I want to do creative stuff. So it's like being creative is really important for me. And then like being generous is also really important.
0: Giving, giving nature.
1: Yeah. Like anybody that's like, I, I guess I'm part of, I guess easygoing is more the word I'm looking for. Cause it's oh. like, but like generous is part of that, but also like, like, understanding and generous kind of at the same time makes you easygoing.
3: Mm-hmm. Whereas,
1: like, you you understand people and you give them the space to be who they are, and you're not judgmental. Like, that kind of all falls under generosity and easygoing for me. Does that all yeah. makes sense? Yes. Like, your attitude has to, you have to be chill.
3: Mm-hmm. But Let's not, for- like...
1: L.A. smoking weed chill, like actually right. chill, because some of those people are the most uptight people you'll ever meet. Mm. People that smoke weed all day and are like, I'm chill, bro.
0: <laughs> Maybe you're not. But like, no,
1: no, you're not. You don't understand yeah. the meaning of the word.
2: What's the reason you smoke weed all day, dude?
1: Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, if you're like, understanding and generous, artistic and...
0: Non-superficial.
1: Non-superficial, then we'll definitely get along.
0: Giving people space is a nice thing. Yeah. Dan. Hmm. Um. I like. I like when people are open-minded, and
2: are able to change their minds quickly. Okay, like so not, adaptable. Yeah, non-dogmatic, like flexible in thought. I think it's really cool quality. And when people are like that, I get really excited because it's like, ah, uh, it's gonna be easy to talk to this person. Mm-hmm. Um also like people who are just interested in things naturally like like curious i find that really cool like just a natural curiosity willing to look into things and like excited by it i think that's really cool that makes me excited and just people who are nice who like not trying to impress just just nice people I think the world needs more really nice, <laughs> kind people who <laughs> value kindness as <is> like, <laughs> kindness is number one
0: most important
2: thing. Uh-huh. I think that's, that's rad. It's a yeah. good way to live life and I like people who are like that.
0: Right. That makes We're sense. The
2: same, yeah. At the same time, those qualities are hard to cultivate, so I understand why people don't have those too.
0: hmm
2: And I don't judge people. I just like hanging out with people like that. <laughs>
0: It takes a lot to have some of these senses. Either you're yeah. built with them or you really had to work on them a lot if you didn't have
3: Yeah. For so real. Yeah.
0: Now, speaking of people, so we discussed a little bit about mindset and um, the general public. What are a couple of things, this is a good one, through your music that you would like to express about yourselves or to the public, Crystal? And then, Dan.
1: um I think a major factor in the music we've been releasing under Use is like self-expression and doing what you want to really do and being who you really want to be. That's been like a big part of your music, so that's something definitely I um, wanna express. And then also like taking responsibility, like for your actions and for how your life is. So like those go hand in hand really, like. Taking the responsibility of what's going on, not blaming like the government or like pointing fingers or being like, Well, this is God's fault or whatever. Like yeah, like taking responsibility and taking action. It's like the two main things of use. is like use what you know and use your your abilities It's kind of like a big yeah. part of it. It's like we want to push people to be what they really want to be and use
0: it to help the world be an active participant yeah yeah
2: okay yeah, now is the time to get involved like everything's open now
0: right we should, we should use it mm-hmm. yes and a lot of people are paused right now so they're more reachable than they would be three months ago in a way
1: yeah. yeah. And now's really the time to like work on that creativity and like experiment and really do the things that you want to do or that you've always thought about, or like, look at the the questions and things that you're mad at and like, look at how you can use what you always wanted to do, like use your skills to try to like work on those questions and those problems that we have.
0: Here's a question or a thought that comes up. Are you guys going to pair up and make TikTok videos together? what do you guys think about TikTok and the, the movement that is... We're, we're on TikTok. You are we're on TikTok. Starting right?
1: one, we're just it's, We're slow. It's hard to... I posted a couple painting videos. We've done some comedy videos.
2: Is the boomerang video on there? Um, the,
1: the I think drone. it is. There's a really funny video where Dan got a drone. And he was like, Hey, Crystal, can you film me flying my drone? I think I finally figured it out. And I was like, okay, I'll film you. And so he, like, turns it on, and it, it starts going, and he's like, I think I get it now. It's like a boomerang. And then he pushes the wrong button, and the drone flies up and hits him in the head, like, four times. <laughs> it's the funniest accidental thing I've ever caught on the camera, and I can't believe that I caught it. It was amazing. It was
3: really painful.
1: The best part was just like, I wish I had filmed before I filmed it. And he was so excited. He's like, I figured it out. You got to film me. It's going to be so cool. And then like, I did it. It just hits him in the face. <laughs> uh,
0: How hard did it hit
2: classic. you? Classic. I mean, it was pretty hard. It was the propeller that was I'm going to see if I can me. send
1: it to you, Armin. Maybe you can <laughs> what's the, what's the, show what, it to all your what's viewers. The,
2: um, what's the TikTok address people can go to? Is it Untitled Social Express?
1: Um... I think
0: it's usebot001. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Usebot001. If it's on here. Um. Usebot001. Yeah, on TikTok. Yeah. It has um, the most activity of any social network at this time.
1: Oh, here's the drone video. Okay.
0: And the most creativity. Oh, drone video. Is this going to work? This would be great. Yeah. Here it is, folks.
2: he was hit
1: yeah pretty hard it's kind of glorious it's hilarious
2: what what do you think about the idea that tiktok is a big ai research tool
0: i will say sure why not that's pretty much yeah i mean it might be Uh, That's
1: actually the case. I think that that's like what they're. I think there was a uh, like a press release that said that's exactly what they're doing, wasn't there?
0: I mean, we could analyze. Yes, yeah. The other apps also have a lot of content, but this one is.
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, every every like big data thing like Facebook is being used to train AI in different ways. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just really interesting to me that they're willing to lose. Like hundreds of billions of dollars every year in order to research for this general ai it's kind of who's mm-hmm. investing in that is interesting if speaking
1: that's, of mm-hmm. did you see that the fbi has released a physical fitness app so you can stay fit and in shape while you're on quarantine
0: i didn't know that Can you tell us more about that?
1: Um, It's excellent. uh, Their workout
2: routines are so next level. Dan
1: hasn't downloaded it. We're not downloading it. I highly (laughs) would suggest that if you're going to download it, you should read all of the terms of service Uh because it's made by the FBI. But yeah, they're like, uh, the FBI is like, download our app so you can get in in shape. And we're like, what are you agreeing to Because like a lot of the things that you agree to for these other apps you don't realize that they have like their, they have your location data they have like access to your microphone your camera like so just imagine with the fbi one. i mean come on <laughs> be careful with that one guys it's so sneaky <laughs> so see, they think they're being really sneaky that's the thing
0: guys we've released an app for you just accept all the things and it just- teaches you push-ups
1: yeah, FBI like certified push ups. You can work oh, cool. out just like an
0: agent. Oh my gosh. <laughs> then you'll be like rip. What is that you just put down? I thought maybe you'd be like, Oh, this camera. is Pikachu. Pikachu. Oh boy, we don't from Super Smash Brothers Melee. This is my, my oh, studio Super mascot. That's your mascot? We were actually were we playing Super Smash Brothers the other day.
1: No, we
2: were uh, playing Mario Kart. Yeah oh, yeah. I know it was Pokemon
1: stadium oh we uh,
2: pokemon
1: stadium yeah i wasn't playing oh, really it was on the m64 in
2: the cabin i didn't
1: know that's
0: pretty cool oh shit dan question specifically for you your hello. hair your hair co- <laughs> hello <laughs> i like that hello it's me uh your hair color is different than the default hair color of a person what are a couple of ways that you are different from the typical person
2: uh, it's actually an illusion. Uh, they have this stuff called hair dye and what I did was I, my hair's naturally dark so we used bleach for like three times to get it like nearly white and then I put a hair dye on it.
1: I'm Dan's hair stylist.
2: that, oh. Right. <laughs> Excellent job. I always wanted blue hair when I was a kid and now I've got it so I'm happy.
0: Like it it stays?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah this hair tie is great. It smells really nice too.
0: It's huh. like conditioner. It's
2: blue conditioner.
0: So what are a couple of ways that you're atypical uh, from the, um, you know, maybe default individual that you might run across? Have you found any things that set, um, you, set you a little bit apart?
2: Yeah, I'm like really, really good at swimming. Oh,
1: he's horrible. That's a joke. He like just <laughs> learned how to swim.
2: Uh, I don't know what, what, what defines me. I have no idea. I'm not the best person to ask. No. Okay. So,
1: Dan is really good at making music.
0: <laughs> right. That makes sense.
1: He's been making like a new song every day and just we've been posting them to SoundCloud and like every single one sounds like a fully produced track that you spent like months working on but he made them in a course of hours. So like there's that.
2: Okay. You should, you should check out. Yeah, there's a new one called um, Adam and Eve, Meet Snake, Say No to Apple and Live in Paradise Forever. I really like that one.
0: That was one song, or that was multiple.
1: Yeah, that's all one song. That's one
2: song. Oh, but this is on was... SoundCloud. If you search "Told" on SoundCloud, you should find it. Just "Told." T
1: o l oh, d. Yeah. And then you can type in that whole long name. We also just released one yesterday called "Tomorrow." That's pretty cool.
0: You guys are currently in the state of flow. One counter example: Have you ever had a period where you didn't have a state of flow, and you were like, "We got to get back into it"?
1: Yeah, the past few months. Dude,
2: all, <laughs> dude, all the time. I always tell people that it goes in phases. You can't expect to be 100% productive all the time. Like, the mind doesn't work that way. So, really? For me, I go, I go through phases of, like, productivity and then re- receptivity. So for months I might just be, like, not make anything. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to be cool with that because we live in a society where we're expected to be productive all the time. But you know the 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 natural way of things is you have to absorb and then express it's like there's a phase to it and and so that's why like relaxation and reading is a really important part of my life Mm -hmm. because those are the times where i'm like absorbing and thinking and processing
0: and then it can come out
2: and then i'm able to be super productive for like months
1: I feel like the key to productivity is absorbing a lot of things and then actually just turning your brain off and like so you, you have to go through like an absorption process and then when you sit down to be creative you just gonna have to turn your brain off not think about everything and just do what just happens and like you can sit down and be like focused and be like I want to make this happen but like of the time when I do that, I just get really frustrated and then I don't want to do it. And then I like throw a temper tantrum and I rip up whatever I drew and (laughs) I go sleep and I cry. (laughs) So the number one way to not be productive is to try to be productive.
2: Yeah, exactly. Forcing it. It's not a good idea.
0: No, you cannot force
2: things. Yeah, like writer's block. It just means that you're not in the writing phase right now, I
0: think
1: yeah do some reading listen to some tunes read some news articles figure out like what you feel strongly about and then like meditate on that a little bit and then something will just happen
2: yeah and it might take weeks it might take months it's fine everybody works differently
1: yeah
0: mm-hmm. you You're down for this which means an up for this or down for this might be in a good time for a nap or then, the... real exactly yeah. it doesn't always or, like
1: sometimes i'm like when i'm in that non-creative part i like to learn new skills so I'm like yeah. I don't know what to do with this right now. I'm gonna go try learning something like a new level of this.
2: yeah and like running I have recently discovered is a really good tool as well. like I've recently got into running really far.
1: he means like really really far. that's why Dan's weird. he loves running like 10 to 20 miles at a time.
2: but that's new. I never used to do that. just started recently. yeah it's really fun it's a really cool way to just like
1: yeah uh one way dan is different than most humans is he loves to watch ultra running on the tv which means just watching people run for hours or like following it on the internet which means like refreshing a spreadsheet for four days it's my favorite. and doing score. nothing else other than staring at the spreadsheet
0: <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by the spreadsheet like... like
1: for for ultra running it's hilarious he loves it so much but like yeah. Um, there's no like really way to cover ultra running because it's like people out in the forest running like 50 to 100, 50 200. to like mm-hmm. 200 miles. Yeah. So it's like these people are just out there for days and the only coverage they have on it is when the people, they all have like trackers. Oh. So the spreadsheet just shows you where <laughs> the person is and what their time is. So he's sitting there for like days just like refreshing a spreadsheet. Like, oh, Candice is Candace is in the lead and like, like all this stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite sport.
1: It's hilarious. I
2: actually have a, a new show on YouTube dedicated to the sport of ultra running. It's called Ultra News,
1: it's and it's just for ultra running. Yeah, it's comedy. It's very
2: informative,
0: though.
1: It's yeah, <laughs> Ultra News. Check it out,
0: Crystal. Does Dan have some troll in him?
1: Oh, completely. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Yeah, that's just pretty cool. Just listen
1: to the Adam and Eve song. That's like a troll song. <laughs> adam and eve yeah the untold t.o.l.d we just released it on soundcloud listen if you listen to the, like tomorrow's one we just released and then right after that it'll be the adam and eve one and like this is hilarious
0: Boom. that's, that's <laughs> the stuff right there one thing i like to do towards the end of the episode is do you have a question for the host sometimes people like this part do you have any questions for the host who is me that is me any questions come to mind I have that no idea with. who you
1: are. What do you, what do you create most of the time other than podcasts?
0: Uh, well, so other than podcasts and everything connected to it, I do a bunch of TikTok messages that have insight that barely connects with the TikTok community. And then uh, stuff on Instagram that's like uh, insights or messages. I used to have a blog like 10 years ago. And so I would write a lot of articles about personal development on there. And those are some of the main ones. A lot of different like little clips and videos like that. Articles before cool. too. Mm-hmm.
2: Essays and stuff. Say again? Like essays?
0: Essays, yes. They would be cool. kind of, yeah, pretty much essays. I would write essays. Very
2: cool. I have a question for you as well. So how many episodes into your podcast were you before you found yourself really like comfortable with the medium, like the flow of that and stuff?
0: Uh, I will say, the actual flow, I was, it's improved over time. I was comfortable from episode one, but it has improved for the the view. So I'll say it took, you know, some, uh, it depended which phase I was in. Cause I had a phase that was more me and then I got good at that. Then I had a phase, uh, with a lot of people that I knew like personally, and then those got pretty smooth. And then I got a phase with, uh, more authors and, uh, public researchers So I adapted each time and then added a video later on. So each one, I added something, but pretty quickly, if you put me in front of a hundred thousand people right now, I'd be good to go. So it's sort of already, it's already there kind of, but yeah. Would would you guys ever make a podcast? Do you have one? Is it T O L D and then something, something it's already there. No.
2: I mean, I I tried to start a podcast when I was in the UK. Mm -hmm. Um, It was hard, dude. It was hard. Like it was hard. Yeah but I would invite people around to my house and we would do it like one-on-one. Oh, cool. Um, But yeah, I just found it was like, I really want to do it eventually, um, but now is not the right time. I think me and Crystal might start doing more spoken word stuff, like have just like a podcast between the two of us maybe. That would be cool. Yeah.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. I think people would like that.
2: But I mean, dude, I I spend most of my time listening to podcasts. So I'm a huge fan of
0: the medium. That's nice.
2: Yeah.
0: In closing, this one I always like to add, so this is great. From each of you, what is a message if you had a megaphone to all 7.8 billion people on the planet, a message you'd want to tell people uh, either for them or something that is important to you that you would want them all to hear? Dan, first.
2: Um, everything's going to be okay.
0: <laughs> That's a good one right there. And now, crystal.
1: <laughs> There's so many things.
0: We know you like um, on-the-spot stuff, so this one's on the spot.
1: Stop taking yourself too seriously, and uh, keep keep going. One day at a time. We're gonna, yeah. Just keep 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 doing stuff. Don't don't let like so anything anybody stop you or freak you out. Keep going.
0: That's a nice message. Two great messages. Both of you, Dan, Crystal, Untitled Social Experiment, also known as Use. Use. I want to thank you for having been on episode 256, which is two to the eighth. Uh, oh, cool. On the show. Glad to have had you on. Thank you so much, Dave. Thanks, Simon. It's a pleasure. You know it. Have a great
2: day and enjoy the quarantine period. It can be a magical time for all of us.
0: Yeah. True that. And we are out.